Two crowds in one story, and they could not have been any more different. One walking in, the other crowd walking out. The crowd walking into the city of Nain had just come from a miracle. They were laughing and cheering and patting Jesus on the back because of the wonder they saw him perform with just his word. But the other group was solemn, quiet. The only music heard were the unwanted, unwelcomed minor chords of a funeral dirge. A widow woman came walking out of the gates of the city on her way to the cemetery with only the memories of her son, her only son's life so soon taken. But before she could walk out, Jesus came walking in. Burial took place in a place outside the city gates so death wouldn't dim their everyday lives. A cemetery beside a playground just doesn't really spruce up the place. So when friends or family passed away, they marched in a long procession to the cemetery outside the gates of the city. And she led that long procession right behind her son's casket. We don't know her name, don't know her age, her job. She might have been a butcher, might have been a baker, she might have been a candlestick maker, but we do know she was a widow, and she had walked this same worn path to the cemetery before. As she walked, she remembered. It seemed like only yesterday. She, her husband, and her son were all gathered around the table, talking over lamb and lentils about his day and her day and their day and homework and housework, and suddenly there was a hard knock at the door. Death stood on her doorstep. Without an invitation, without a call ahead, Death just walked through the door through her living room into the dining room and took her husband by the hand and without so much as a single word, walked her husband out the door. When her friends and family heard that, they, they couldn't believe it. No, not, not again, not her. Why? Why would God let this happen? Where is God? Many times we measure God's presence by his blessings and miracles. We say things like, let me tell you, I know God is with me because let me tell you what God did for me. But we measure his perceived absence by the prayers we feel go unheard or unanswered. But whether we shout over a miracle or mourn over a loss, God is God and God is good. And speaking of good, good day to you, Simplify listeners. You're listening to L.J. Harry and you're listening to The Widow's Son. On Simplify. During those dark days of burying her husband, she held in her hand and heart one candle of hope. Her son. He was still there. There was one less plate at the table. And she did have to work a second or even third job just to bring in enough money to support her and her son. But her son was still there. It's difficult to bury a spouse. It's very difficult to bury a son. It's unthinkably difficult to bury both. And as these two crowds met, it felt like a tornado. One crowd so happy, one crowd so sad. Jesus was in the crowd that had come into the town, happy. And Jesus didn't need a name tag to know who was the next of kin in this funeral. First of all, he was Jesus. He knew, but it was also obvious. When Jesus and the widow met up, Jesus spoke to her. She could tell by his robe that he was a rabbi, a Jewish holy man. Maybe he would speak comfort. Maybe he would remind her of Job's hope in a resurrection. But Jesus said, don't weep. Okay, time out. Now, I've heard a lot of words to comfort at a funeral before, and the just... 
the best words are, I'm so sorry. But, but I've heard a lot. I've heard people say, well, you know, God picked another rose for his garden. God must have wanted him more than you did. Oh, cheer up. You still have one child left. Oh, cheer up. You're young. You'll get married again. You should be thankful. So many have it so much worse. At least she lived a long life. Some people die young, you know. I understand what you're going through. We, we just lost our sweet little Winnie the Poodle just a couple years ago. Can I help you when you're wanting to help others? Don't worry about saying the right words. Just say, I'm sorry, and weep with those who weep. But I've never heard anybody tell a widow about to bury her only son. Don't cry, mother. Some of both crowds thought, excuse me? How dare he? Tell this poor weeping widow who lost her husband and now her son not to weep. Who does he think he is? Exactly. This wasn't just a casual buck up, little camper. Jesus was moved with compassion. His heart broke to know her heart broke. Up until then, Jesus had not raised anybody from the dead yet. He turned water to wine, healed a nobleman's son, multiplied fish and chips to feed a city. He'd healed a fatal fever, cast out demons, cleansed a leper, healed a paralytic, healed a withered hand, healed a centurion servant, but Jesus had not gone toe-to-toe with death in the ring yet. Death was still in charge around here. Death was still directing this parade, and for most of human history, death marched everyone in the parade wherever he wanted. But all of a sudden, when Jesus spoke to the widow woman, he heard a familiar, fearsome voice. It was the same voice that had spoiled a few parades in the past, just like this one. It was the voice of one more powerful even than death. It was the voice of God. The crowds weren't even done whispering about Jesus' words when their jaw hit the cobblestone as Jesus reached out and touched the casket. He can't do that, can he? Won't that defile him? Won't that make him unclean? Only God has the power to touch something unclean and still be clean. In fact, only God can touch something unclean and make the unclean clean. Exactly. When Jesus touched the coffin, he stopped the funeral parade in its tracks. And death felt a hand on its shoulder that forced it to stop and bow. And Jesus spoke again. The last time he spoke as a lamb moved with compassion to tell a weeping widow, don't weep. But this time he spoke as the lion when he said, young man, I say unto you, arise. Suddenly the family, the friends, the handsomely paid mourners, the other crowd coming from one miracle to another, they would never forget what happened. The young man who was assuredly dead, sat up and started to speak. Jesus took him by the hand and helped him off that wicker casket. Then Jesus led him just a few steps away to his very pleasantly surprised mother, as if to say, See, I told you it was going to be okay. As these two crowds who merged watched this miracle, great fear came on all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us, and God has visited his people. Mourners threw away their tissues and they fell at Jesus' feet. Children, wide-eyed, eyed this miracle man in awe from behind their mom's robes. Young people fist-bumped and high-fived one another as the elderly knelt down on one knee. And they all said the same thing. God has visited his people. Everybody returned the little orange funeral flags to the funeral home. We're not going to need these anymore. God has visited his people. 
Our God is not just up in heaven pushing buttons and changing the batteries in the stars. Our God visits his people. If you have no other testimony than God has visited me, you have quite a testimony. If God has never raised anybody from the dead in your family, but he has healed your body, you have a testimony that God has visited you. Or maybe groceries just showed up on your doorstep and a check from somebody you hadn't heard of before or heard from in a while just showed up in your mailbox long before payday when you wondered how you were going to pay your bills. You can testify in our day what they testified in their day, and it's both true. God visited them, and God has visited us. Thank God he still visits his people. And thank God we can share that testimony with others from now until Jesus comes back. I would like us to pray right now that the Lord would minister to those who maybe you are going through a tough time. Maybe you identify with a widow. Maybe you're facing one trial, one tragedy after another. I want to pray God would give you strength and comfort. And God would minister to you and work a miracle in your life. Or maybe you are dealing with a sickness, a terminal illness. God can visit you and turn it around in just one prayer with just one word. I want to pray that the Lord would do that in the name of Jesus. Lord, I love you. I thank you for your goodness and grace. You're the almighty God. Don't ever let us lose sight of that. You're the everlasting father. You're the prince of peace. You're the king of kings. You're the one death bows to. You're the one hell and the grave have to bow to. You are the Almighty. I pray visit your people, Lord. Visit us today with miracles, with signs, with wonders that all glorify you, that all point people back to you. I pray for those listening with terminal illness, that you would touch their bodies and work a miracle in their lives and visit them. For those who are discouraged and even despairing, I pray you would visit us and minister to us Help us to see you as you really are, the Almighty. And I pray, God, everything you do, we would give you the glory for it and praise you for it and tell others about it. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus, amen. Hey, thank you so much, Simplify listeners. Be sure to click subscribe and share. And you can share this episode with others and you won't ever have to miss another episode of Simplify ever again. Head on over to PentecostalPublishing.com. I've got a few books there. Simplify, the devotional that launched the podcast, and 10 Words, a practical look at the Ten Commandments. Both of those books I've written that are there at PentecostalPublishing.com. You can get those also at Amazon for Kindle, or you can listen to 10 Words on Audible, and hopefully sometime soon, Simplify on Audible if I get it recorded all the way through. If you live in this Knox County or Mount Vernon, Ohio area, you can pick up both of those books, signed copies, at Paragraphs Bookstore, a charming bookstore at the corner of South Main and East Ohio. And before you sign off on this podcast, would you send me a note? I'd like to hear from you on social media. I would like to hear how God has visited you, what miracles God has worked for you, what comfort God has given you, how he has visited you. Please reach out to me on social media. You can find me on Facebook at lj.harry, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at LJ and Andrea, L-J-A-N-D-A-N-D-R-E-A. I would love to hear from you and hear the stories and the testimonies and the miracles God has worked in your life. Next week, I want to share with you a devotion called Peace, Be Still. I am looking forward to sharing that with you next week and always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.